It's NBA draft night, and NC State will be picking up another Pack Pro. But the question is, where's he going to go? You are locked on Wolf Pack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome back for another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Of course, Locked on Wolfpack is free and available wherever you get your podcasts and here on YouTube, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm Grayson Boone. This is Kenton Gibbs. And it is night one, or I guess the only night, of the NBA draft. We have our very own Terquavion Smith, formerly known as Baby T, will be finding an NBA home. Uh, Well, I guess guess we expect him to. I think if he doesn't, something would have gone horribly wrong. But Terquavion Smith will be becoming an NBA basketball player on this Thursday evening. Kenton, just your opinion only, where do you see Terquavion going? Uh, I see him as a middle to late second round guy. Um, I it's so like it really does break my heart for him because coming into the season, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a he's a solid first rounder. He's a solid first round. But the excuse me, outside of the game against Creighton, the the end of the season was just so bad. It was just so bad, and it just kept going and going and going. Where it was just like. Dude, please. And I remember at multiple points asking, like, Coach Keats, can you turn his green light yellow? Please, like, caution, you know, road work ahead, slow down a little bit, something. And it was just like still chucking up, you know, whatever, going five of 20 or whatever the case may be on, on any given night. So um, I I think that I could see him going there because while I say all those things, we also still know that this is a young man with a ton of bounce. This is a young man that can score from anywhere. And this is a young man that when he's writing, when he's rolling, he literally, after he passes half court, if the hand ain't up, he's liable to pull one on you and it's going in. So, you know, I, I could see him going there. I think that the concerns about his defense are a little overstated. Um, but I I do get the concerns about the efficiency and about the shot selection overall. Like, I, I very much so get that. Yeah, I mean, despite all the highs and certainly some lows from Traquavion this past year, it just it just feels good as an NC State fan that we're going to be getting some representation uh, into the NBA on this big stage. As, you know, I, I think that's something that NC State has severely lacked here in the last however many years. You know, recently we've only really had to, to, to prop up T.J. Warren I know Dennis Smith technically counts, although all the scandal there, I kind of have not been counting him. But, um, you know, if you if you partially claim maybe the Martin twins, I bet you claim them now that they had some success in the NBA finals, at least uh, Caleb did. But, you know, NC State has severely lacked this representation in the NBA, and that stuff matters 
in recruiting. It matters so much. And so NC State will be getting in, you know, arguably our most exciting player that we've had here in quite some time in Terquavion Smith. And so I think it's very important for Baby T that he lands in a space that will be able to maximize the talent that he does possess. You know, there are certainly some some concerns with some maybe some effort at some points, a little bit of defense. Um, you, you can't really question his shot making. It's more so, more so the shot taking that is much yeah. of the concern. But most of the um, most of the mock drafts I've seen, ESPN has him going like middle of the second round to the Lakers. CBS Sports to the Memphis Grizzlies on the back half of the second round. Bleacher Report also to the Lakers that that pick forty seven. NBA DraftNet, San Antonio Spurs, mid-second round, pick 44. Yahoo Sports, mid-second round, pick 42 uh, to the Wizards. So you're likely going to see him probably mid to late second round. I think that's appropriate for, for Tuavion. I think that's that's probably where his talent level has landed him. But, you know, just from an NC State perspective alone, it's just it's so valuable to get a guy into the league like Tuavion. And so... I'm very excited to see where he lands, and he he absolutely deserves this opportunity, uh, to say the absolute least. You know, I think that Tequavia Smith is immensely valuable because he's a guy that is instant offense. He's very much so instant offense. Of course, you want to iron out some of the inconsistency problems and all that, but to say like that defense is a huge concern when there are guys who are much smaller, much wispier, and shorter who are making it happen I don't understand it. I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm with you on the there are concerns in the game. I'm with you on the shot selection at times just makes you like literally say, no, 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 no. Oh, it went in. Yay. Yes, of course. I'm I'm very much so with you there. But I I think that the uh, you know, oh, he's small. He's 19. He's he's 19 years old. Come on. What are we what are we really doing here? Like that's that's insanity. So when I look at this situation, I'm very simply looking at uh, Terquavia Smith and saying to myself, he can help out a ton of teams. How many teams could not use an instant score off the bench? How many teams do you think of where you're like, that role is already taken? I know that when their six man comes in the game, watch him because he can make one shot and get hot. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of teams that absolutely need this sort of thing. And I think that is, well, I think we've even mentioned it on here before. I think that kind of, that microwave score, I think that's probably going to be his his ceiling in the NBA. But it's cool to think, you know, Terquavion being mentored perhaps by LeBron James. Think about what playing alongside LeBron could do for his development in the NBA. Um, you yeah. know, maybe even going to the Spurs, the the franchise that they have, reputation of development and you know buying into the guys that they have there building championship rosters there you know there's specific places that if Terquavion lands there yeah he could see a somewhat lengthy career in in the NBA being you know a beneficial score off the bench probably but yeah there's certainly uh, a lot of opportunity for him in the league and you know just to kind of round off this thought NC State needs him in the league, not just, you know, getting drafted and he has a cup of coffee in the league. We need him to have a lengthy stay in the league because, again, that representation matters for recruiting, you know, the the ability to bring in these high-level guys and then get them to campus 
it shows people you come to NC State, you you put in the work, you put in the time, you put in the effort, you can get to that next level. You don't it's even Turquavion's quote that stirred the pot with a lot of uh fans of blue colored schools, um, jersey wise. He he said, you know, you don't have to go to the UNCs, you don't have to go to the Dukes, you can come to NC State and you can make it to the next league. Look at me, I'm about to do it. And now here he is. Welcome to draft night. Folks, he's about to do it. And so that is that's so big for NC State. And so I'm I'm very excited to attack it from that angle. Yeah, and and not only that, I I look at Jaquavia Smith and I say to myself, this is a young man that was not predicted to be here. Like whether you want to say this or not, whether you want to realize it or not, he wasn't a top 25 guy in this class. And most guys outside that range don't get drafted. The vast majority of guys outside that range do not get drafted. And yet here he is two years later uh, being looked at in, in serious draft consideration. And I'll say this, him playing with LeBron, him playing with really in, any playmaker, anybody who is a great playmaker would be amazing for him because one of the knocks that I saw about him multiple times was Traquavion doesn't know how to play without the ball in his head. Well, I promise you, if it's between you and LeBron, who do you think NBA teams are going to trust with the ball? I'm no Lakers expert. I'm no Lakers expert. You got me. You know, I'm I'm no Spurs expert. I'm no, you know, Hawks expert. I'm no Wizards expert. It doesn't matter what team you go to. Nine times out of ten, he's not going to be the best ball handler on that team. He's not going to be the playmaker and distributor on that team. So he's going to have to learn to play without the ball in his hand. Uh, but it's a lot easier when it's a guy that, like, you can argue with some guys about, like, oh, I should be getting the ball more. You're not arguing with certain guys about that. Like, you're you're not going to – you know, I don't think that Terravia Smith is that out of his mind to, to try to argue down, like, hey, I need the ball more than Kane Cunningham. Like, do you? Do you really? Might have what? a little too much dip on your chip there. Way too much dip, but I don't think that Tequavia is that type of guy. That's just that's just my belief. I'm not saying that's substantiated by sources or anything like that. It's just how I feel about this player. Yeah. So I mean, if if nothing else, allow us to be the first. Terquavion, congratulations. You made it to the NBA. We wish you the absolute best. And all of us here in Wolfpack Nation are rooting for you no matter what, through and through. Absolutely. Our, now the real work begins, brother. You're just getting started. Just getting started, hopefully. Our, uh, our sponsor for today's show is Bird Dog. Summer is here, and you need to be looking your absolute best wherever you're out and about out on the town this summer. These Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. If you're familiar with a Lululemon-type short, Bird Dog is very similar, but the, the support and the comfortability astronomically higher. Take it from us. We've been wearing them out. We've been getting compliments on them. You need to get you a pair as well. Show yourself on camera. Show your friends. Tell them, hey, you look as good as me if you get these bird dog shorts. You can be strolling down the street getting chirped. I don't know. Have yourself a time. What you need to do is go to birddogs.com slash college for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. Again, that's birddogs.com slash college for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We guarantee you that. I also want to mention here, uh, Locked On NBA Draft is live on Thursday night. Pick-by-pick analysis from our stable of local NBA hosts, 
national reactions from our NBA big board hosts, and live check-ins from inside the NBA draft. Locked on NBA draft live starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the Locked on NBA YouTube page. Be sure to check that out. They've been putting in a ton of work preparing for this NBA draft, and so they absolutely deserve all the love and attention as they have put together uh, quite the production for any NBA basketball fans. Moving forward here on this Thursday uh, morning, I assume when you're listening to this, NC State baseball picked up a very meaningful uh, portal addition. So we've been listening to all these guys portaling out. We've been kind of waiting for some portaling in. We have our, I guess, technically our second name as the first was a right-handed reliever from UNCW. Uh, Been getting some draft buzz. We'll have to see if he makes it to campus. If he does, he'll be a difference maker, but kind of waited with baiting breath, bated breath there. Uh, however, this transfer commitment that happened on Wednesday but goes by the name of Garrett Pennington. He's coming to us from Wichita State. He plays both first base and outfield. He played first base at Wichita State, played outfield at the, at the JUCO level before so. Uh, for context, Wichita State plays in the same conference as an ECU. Wichita State actually swept ECU this baseball season. Um, however, at the end of their se- uh, Wichita State season, they had a, a, a massive coaching overhaul. It's kind of led to a mass exodus of many of their players. So we were lucky enough to get, to get to, wow, to gain Garrett Pennington here at NC State. Um, just a quick background on Garrett here. 307, 307 average last year. He hit 12 doubles, 15 home runs. That would have led our team uh, just by the numbers there. 55 RBIs also would have led our team this year, and he can run a little bit as well. He tallied 11 stolen bases uh, with the Shockers as well. So kind of an interesting note here is that he is, I guess, a first baseman. That's what he played at Wichita State. Um, So it kind of begs the question, well, what does this mean for Eli Serrano? Eli Serrano was our freshman first baseman here this year. Um, However, Eli can also play first base in outfield. So I believe you're probably going to see a little bit of a position battle there. I think both are willing and able to do either or, so that puts NC State in a good position here. But, Kenton, what are your thoughts and feelings on the first, I guess, meaningful position player addition here in Garrett Bennington? To replace Kenny, you were going to need a big bat. You are yeah. going to need somebody who could absolutely do it in the batter's box. And this young man seems to have that ability. So, I mean, hey. This is, I'm not saying it's necessarily a one-for-one trade because, of course, in different conferences, you see different levels of pitching and all that good stuff. And, and of course, different levels of defenders and whatnot. So, you know, you have different things going on there. But I'm happy that we got somebody that can do it. That's that's just the reality of what we're looking at here. And um, like you said, there's a lot of portaling out. There's a lot of, like, looking around as far as, like, wait, why are all these guys leaving here? So to have a, a really good get coming in, I don't give a damn that it was during a fire sale. Don't care. Don't care. It's. It, I promise you, if they start putting uh, tires for sale real cheaply, I'm going to go buy those too. Because I, even if I don't need them, hey, it's good to stock up a half just in case. Yeah, I I, I, I do think this is an excellent first edition. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to replace a guy like a Tommy White. It's hard to replace a guy like a Cannon Peebles. But you certainly feel like you're getting a proven bat here in Garrett Pennington. Of course, 
just one year of eligibility because he has played so many seasons already uh, of college baseball. I read to you his stats from Wichita State. I just kind of sifted through his previous stats at the JUCO level. I think just about every season he's hitting 340 or above, you know, double-digit home runs, power guy. So this feels like a great fit here for the Wolfpack, uh, regardless of what position he plays. He's going to be versatile enough to make a major difference in this lineup, and so that's certainly trending uh, in the right direction here. Um, you know, the more I learn about baseball, the more I'm like, wait, are all first base guys really good power guys, or is that like, is that a coincidence, or like, what, what happens uh, there? Prototypically, your first baseman's going to have a, a pretty decent amount of pop. It's just because first basemen are, you know, more than likely they have big frames because they got to cover some real estate uh, yeah. over there at first base, and so big frame usually leads to big power. Absolutely. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Just checking out there. So. You know, I, I mentioned on yesterday's show with the exit of Cannon Peebles, I guess now the entrance of Garrett Pennington, we still have a lot of at-bats that are for yeah. sale. We're, we're still looking for more than likely a starting third baseman, starting shortstop, probably another outfielder or two, probably some more depth pieces, probably some more bullpen arms. So be uh, be ready for probably a quite a quite an influx of transfer announcements to NC State. I believe we're still waiting potentially on a couple of them, kind of waiting in the weeds to see what happens there. But like I said, be patient with NC State baseball. We, you know, I guess the there's a lot of frustration coming off the heels of a deep Omaha run. It's it's kind of tough to see Wake Forest living this out because we had just gone through a very similar path uh, in you know knocking on the door of the championship series just two years ago, but. We're, we're struggling to, to, to sort of regain that prominence with the with the right portal tinkering around here, picking up the right guys, the right bats, the right defenders. We could see a very quick turnaround with the pieces that we already have into making that deep run in the NCAA postseason. And who knows? We could end up back in Omaha. Um, you know, you, you look around like teams like an Oral Roberts or a TCU, you know, basically finding themselves in Omaha. That could certainly be an NC State as soon as next year. You clean a couple of these things up, you could find yourself right back in the dance. So, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot still needs to be accomplished here on the recruiting trail and then subsequently on the field, but potentially some exciting times here coming down the road for NC State baseball. Absolutely. And another exciting time Ellie David is going to get his thousand win next year. Yeah, yeah. He will. I believe he's what two wins away from from number one thousand. Yeah, should get that yep. on the second game of the year, I presume. So, you know that that's a great milestone that we'll see him hit as he absolutely deserves it. Wished it happened this year because that would have mean at least advancing to a super regional. But hey, beggars can't be choosers sometimes. So absolutely, absolutely. brighter uh, brighter skies are coming down the road for NC State baseball. Quick word from our sponsors. Stick with us. So wrapping up this Thursday episode, I just real quick, I want to talk about something I, th- I thought was a little bit funny. Kenton, did you know, once upon a time, Bill Belichick was supposed to coach at NC State for football? I did not know that, but I'm not as excited about that as most people are. So this this came across, I believe it was Will Brinson, uh, unfortunately put this on my Twitter timeline. 
one of those things I wish I didn't see could have probably gone the rest of my life without knowing this because it get it gets my wheels spinning in thinking that is there an alternate universe where NC State could have looked like Alabama does now? I mean, I think that, you know, if we believe in alternate universe and all that, of course, there's there's an alternate universe where NC State is great. But I don't I don't think Bill Belichick, as he exists, was the guy to do it. There aren't many great NFL coaches who are great college coaches and vice versa. Uh, a majority of great NFL coach or great college coaches are not great NFL coaches. We're looking at the greatest to ever do it at the NFL level. If we use success in the NFL as a barometer for what you're looking at in terms of potentially winning a national championship, we may have been better off without him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say. You can't really, you know, bank on hypotheticals here. But yeah. I, uh, I I tweeted uh, here before we got on that there's now a, a lengthy list of prominent names that have seemingly escaped NC State folklore, just to name a couple John Wall, you know, point guard at Kentucky. He's from right here in Raleigh. Kenton knew it as soon as I said it. You know, his his final two were basically Kentucky and NC State. He didn't really want to be so close to home, so he ends up going to Kentucky. Yeah, that one hurt. Another one, Michael Jordan, to 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 just name drop one. Grew up an NC State fan because he loved David Thompson. Who knows what that could have looked like? Another one, Shaquille O'Neal, the big diesel mentioned that he was between LSU and NC State. Could you imagine if you had Shaquille O'Neal playing in Reynolds Coliseum? I mean this without a without a uh joking bone in my body. Like I the so Nick Saban, right? You talk about would we be Bamba with Belichick? We remember what happens when when Saban went to the NFL. We remember what happened there. Didn't so work like, out so well. However Michael Jordan was going to be Michael Jordan wherever he went. That's probably fair. Shaquille O'Neal was going to be Shaq wherever he went. John Wall, the young man was such a baller. He had his own dance. His own dance, for Christ's sake. (laughs) He was going to be John Wall wherever he went. So those hurt a little bit. Not going to lie to you. Not going to lie to you. Those hurt a little bit. But man, it's and then uh, on the football side, of course, you do have Bill Belichick that we are now learning about. Um, another fun one was Devin Hester. Devin Hester, yeah. I remember seeing an article, I guess, an interview that he was in maybe two or so years ago, saying that he actually really wanted to go to NC State. But I think it was his mom didn't want him to come here, and so he wound up at Miami. And then he had a he had a little bit of a career, I guess you could say. I have always said this, and I will always say this. If you are recruiting players, if you can win mom, you have won the player. You Sometimes you don't even have to worry about the player. Just worry about winning mom. And you've won that player at that point in time. Yeah. So, I mean, just a couple, couple fun hypotheticals. I guess not really fun. It's maybe, maybe a little bit painful to think about. But I saw that come across and, you know, just add it to the list that it sounds like a very NC State thing to happen. Maybe we missed out on a Bill Belichick. Who knows what would have happened if he would have made his way to NC State. I mean, you can't really say, but funny, uh, I guess, nonetheless. Kenton, any final thoughts here on this Thursday? Again, best of luck to Jaguavia Smith. I'm excited to see where he goes. Um, I'll tell you this. This is, like you said, having a new pack pro and all that is going to be great, but 
I just want to see what he looks like with some time in the league because I really believe that he can develop into something special. I think that his his ceiling, if he grows in his frame a little bit, gets puts on some muscle mass, goes into the weight room and does stuff besides look at the mirrors, he's going to be special at the next level. Uh, but that could be my bias talking, and, and we'll we'll definitely see there. And again, NC State picking up a big bat, great. Love to see it. Yeah, we wishing the absolute best again to Quavion Smith. Very exciting to get another Pac Pro uh, into professional sports league as we really pride ourselves. Uh, we always make a big deal about it when we get somebody into whatever league the sport they play in. So this is a big deal for NC State that Terquavion Smith is going to the NBA. Absolutely. absolutely. That'll do it here for us on this Thursday. As always, thank you so much for giving us a listen. Thank you for giving us a like, a comment, a follow, a subscribe, whatever that it, you know it is, whatever it may be. Thank you so much for all the support. We sincerely appreciate it. Tell a friend to tell a friend to hit that subscribe button as we keep this thing rolling. We will see you all on Friday. Go Pack. Go Pack.